Ende. Welcome to a new edition of College Sportscast. This is going to be mainly focused on uh, Auburn baseball. I am your host, John Roberts. You can find me at Drink Local Beeham. You can also find other recordings here at uh, College Sportscast. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're also on uh, Stitch and Facebook um and uh on twitter as well so uh this will be the first test show of this uh particular thing that we're doing here just kind of a side project really just trying to do something extra and give extra shows out um mainly just doing a solo thing talking about auburn baseball as the season starts tomorrow um with that being said, uh, Auburn announced their three starters for the weekend. Uh, they are playing Eastern Kentucky. Um, it, it, and really, for, for Auburn, there, there are about uh, four, five, six uh, ranking systems out there, ranking sites. Um, and Auburn is ranked in a few of them being somewhere in the neighborhood of 14 to 25. Um, go to Perfect Game, I think they're as high as 14. You go to Baseball America, I think they're 25. Um, D1 Baseball does not have them ranked. There's a few others that don't have them ranked either. They're usually somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 28 in those particular services. Uh, the team is... Uh, led by head coach butch thompson you've got guys like carl nonamaker um on staff as a hitting coach he works with the outfielders uh, you have gabe gross who is a um i believe he is a volunteer assistant that also deals with the hitting as well um both carl and gabe work with the outfielders um and uh, several other additions. Uh, I believe Scott Foxhall has come back to assume the role of a pitching coach. Um, Butch also works a lot with the pitchers himself. He was a pitching coach when he was coming up in the ranks. But this is just something that we really do. Uh, you can you can really kind of get into with um, this lineup here. Uh, there are a lot of services that do think that Auburn is good, but not great. Uh, they're unproven, and while they may be correct, uh, I think they're going to be somebody, like a team to be reckoned with and a team that will be special. Um, we could start with uh, with some of the, uh, the, the returning starters uh, that will be around. They're going to be led by Ike Irish. Ike Irish is a guy that hit about, I believe, 361 last season. He um, had about 24 doubles, I believe. Uh, let me, I have his stats right here. So Ike Irish uh, hit 361 last year. He had 24 doubles, six home runs. Uh, and 50 RBI. He played in all 58 of Auburn's games and started in all 58 of those games as well. He was a guy that was a highly touted freshman coming in from uh, Michigan. And 
came in as a catcher, but Auburn had a guy named Nate LaRue, who was one of the best backstops in the game last year. He was not necessarily uh, anything to be, you know, celebrated on the offensive side, but he definitely, definitely was one of the best backstops, one of the best defensive catchers in the country last year. Uh, Had a hand cannon for an arm, just a knack for being able to call games and did very much a lot like could handle the pitching staff so this allowed ike irish more to develop uh his offense um instead of dealing with the catching sides also it allowed him to get his body bigger um as he went through the season as well and to be able to um you know, deal with the, the, the rigors of a 58-game schedule where, you know, high school, you're really only dealing with, you know, 25, 30 games. You're not getting in the uppers of 60 games a year. So um, I believe Ike played a little bit of the outfield. He played first base. He DH'd a lot, and that's what he did, and he was phenomenal in that role. Like I said, uh, hit for – uh, 361 that was a you know pretty pretty darn good average was able to drive in 50 runs on 24 doubles and six home runs i believe this year he's going to turn some of those doubles into home runs so you may have a uh, maybe a few less doubles a few more home runs maybe double digit home runs maybe some of the neighborhood of 12 13 14 home runs uh maybe in the neighborhood of about uh 15 to 18 doubles he might get up into the 20s but i think that's where he's going to be uh you also have cooper mcmurray cooper mcmurray was Auburn's starting first baseman for most of the year i believe he was missed a couple of games uh due to injury um he played in 43 games Last year, he started in 41 of those, so obviously he did not play the 58 that Ike Irish played, um, but he did play in 43, started 41. He hits, uh, he batted 272 last year, had 14 home runs, six doubles, uh, 49 RBI. The uh, both he and Ike Irish are left-handed bats and uh, will presumably be power lefty bats, probably in the neighborhood of batting two, three, or three, four in the lineup. Um, I think you're going to see Ike. Bobby Pierce may split Ike, and this is our next guy to talk about. Um, split Ike and Cooper because Bobby Pierce is a right-handed hitter. You may go lefty, righty, lefty. Um, If they decide to go back-to-back, then it would be Ike Irish, then Cooper, then Bobby Pierce, um, most likely. Um, And I think that's more of a 2-3-4, maybe 3-4-5. with that being said, you also could have Bobby Pierce as a leadoff guy. He did lead off a lot last year. I don't think he's going to lead off, but that is a possibility. Uh, Pierce, just to give you all a heads up of as to exactly who Pierce is, he is a uh, an outfielder, corner outfielder. Again, hand cannon of an arm. Uh, did very well at the plate last year. Hit 343, uh, most commonly and uh, referred to as Bobby 
barrels uh, as he barrels up a lot of pitches. Um, hit 10 doubles, five homers, uh, had two triples, 26 RBIs. Like I said, he kind of bounced between being at the top of the lineup and going down as far as fourth or fifth in the lineup. So he's not really going to be any further than that. I think he's going to be more of your stable um, at the top of the lineup. Now, uh, there are several other guys that Auburn does return, but a lot of them did not play a whole lot last year. Brody Moss played a little bit, um, played in 15 games. He started seven of those. He's an infielder. Uh, don't I think it's going to be a lot like the same role this year as he was last year as he's just going to be one of those guys. He gets a few starts midweek, um, maybe come in when if somebody gets hurt. But for the most part, I think he's going to be um, in a reserve role and um, will come in maybe toward end of ball games, uh, come in as a pinch runner, as a pinch hitter later in the game, but not necessarily play full game or to start games gavin miller uh is a first baseman um again played in 14 games last year started four of those uh hit 272 not really a whole lot of production he too is one that will play more sparingly i think he may rotate depending on how Butch uses McMurray and how he uses the DH spot. So I don't know exactly how they're going to do that, but I think he could spell McMurray um, as a first baseman, could could be plugged in as a DH from time to time. I don't know. There are so many different options in this. You've got a, an abundance of infielders. You have an abundance of outfielders, and there are a few other transfers that came in that could easily fill that spot. Uh, speaking of those transfers, I believe it was Perfect Game. Um, nope. It was uh, D1 Baseball that ranked the transfer classes of each of the schools, and Auburn was ranked 14th. Uh, several notable guys that were in uh, yeah, part of this class are Dylan Watts, a right-handed pitcher, um, sophomore. Look, the, the biggest thing here is uh, we've got there, – there, there are some dudes here. Uh, he can throw it up there pretty good. Uh, we've had uh, some guys talk about Dylan, said he's going to pitch a lot. We don't really know where, as he is not listed as one of the three starters for the weekend. Um, other guys that were uh, transfers in, Cooper Weiss, infielder. Um, he uh, is going to be one that will should see a lot of playing time on the left side. Uh, he did, um, I believe he had quite the year uh especially last year he was in oh, i'm trying to remember where he was at i believe he was miami of ohio um and anyway so cooper weiss could be playing a lot of shortstop he may play a little bit of third base i think he's going to stay on the left side of the infield uh you've also got guys like um javon hernandez now he is rated at d1 baseball as a top third baseman but i believe he is probably going to stay more with second 
base. Um, this is just from talking to some of the coaching staff last Saturday. Uh, he seems like he may be more of a second base, right side infield, uh, short, stocky guy, uh, hits for average, has some speed, uh, has a pop, some pop in his bat as well. Um, and then Derek Fabian, um, if you recognize the last name, his brother did go through Florida. He started out at Florida last year uh, for the last couple of years, did well in a, a reserve role, did even better over the summer in the Cape uh, Cod League. Uh, Derek Fabian uh, could be a shortstop third baseman. I think he's more going to be starting out the year at third if Carter or if uh, Cooper Weiss is short Fabian at third with Javon Hernandez at second I kind of feel like that's going to be the infield with Cooper McMurray at first base um now we will go uh and look into some of the outfielders like I said we have already got one corner spot with uh Bobby Pierce Chris Stanfield didn't really talk about him uh from last year but he is a returning guy from last year he is a sophomore and should be roaming center field hit 280 last year as a sophomore had uh believe eight doubles three home runs uh 22 rbis he's gonna be kind of batting he could either take your number one spot in the batting order or he can drop down and be uh somewhere late in the order uh cooper Weiss and Javon Hernandez could also be in that top spot as well. So you could have essentially a Cooper Weiss and Javon Hernandez go back to back one, two. You could have Ike Irish three, Bobby Pierce or McMurray at four, the other one at five, and move on. It, it's loaded. This lineup can be a loaded lineup and one that could be very hard to get out. Not necessarily one that's going to be just popping home runs every time they get up there, but one that will be difficult to get out. So they'll run on you, and then all of a sudden you look up and you're down 5 nothing. So um, a few others, Mason Manners, uh, possibility of getting uh, an outfield spot, uh, corner outfield spot. Mason Manners came in from, I believe, uh uab but no sorry he is jacksonville state him and uh javon hernandez came from jacksonville state uh mason manners is uh, a senior and a guy that again that can deliver uh hitting wise uh he's also going to be a very solid outfielder uh jacksonville state was very good last year a guy that could be more of a reserve role at first base could also be a DH is Christian uh, Hall. Christian Hall came from UAB. Uh, saw him play first, little first base. Saw him uh, play uh, or, or hit as a DH. He is a left-handed bat. Does have some pop. Um, a few other guys uh, that that did transfer in there's one other guy he's a pitcher and that is carson myers who has been named as the uh 
Sunday starter. So Carson Myers, left-handed pitcher, son of a former pitching coach, uh, former Auburn pitching coach, uh, Matt Myers, who then, you know, uh, moved around in the college ranks uh, as far as being a pitching coach in various other schools. He is now currently uh, in Greensboro in the high A ball club for the Pittsburgh Pirates organization. So um, that is Matt Myers. Um, as far as the other two starters uh, for the weekend, I believe we're going to start off uh, tomorrow night with Chase Alsup. And then Saturday will be Joseph Gonzalez. Joseph Gonzalez was out most of last year, played, uh, started one game, um, did well, but he was, uh, had sh shoulder soreness. There's a lot shoulder injury that he had uh, developed during the fall of the previous year. Never quite got over it. They shut him down after the first game. He never came back and pitched again during the season. I believe he may have had surgery either way. He has come back and everybody uh, from, from the sounds of it, he has uh, amped up on his uh, velocity, which for a sinker ball pitcher means that his pitches are going to be a little bit more flat. So if he gets up in the velocity, he gets mid nineties and up, the pitches aren't going to sink as well as they did uh, as they do when he is in lower in velocity. So if he's in the low to mid nineties, 91, 93, then you should see a lot more sink in his pitches. He gets above 93 and starts pitching 95, 96, 97. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more flat while he has the gas that blew it by you. With it being flat, it stays on the same plane and uh, makes it easier for hitters to hit him. So you want to have that sink. You want to have not only an end, but you do want to have it going down. You want to be able to pitch downhill. So you want that sink, and that makes it where it's harder for uh, hitters to get lift on it. And most likely, because it is a sinker, goes into a righty very much. He's a right-handed uh, pitcher, should dive right into a right-handed hitter uh most of these pitchers sinker ball pitchers a lot of ground balls a lot of hard right in front of the home plate um or jam shots very weak weak ground balls uh and that's what you expect it's not going to be strikeouts it's going to be weak ground balls what do you see there um so friday chase also he is a right-handed power pitcher did well last year had a few uh stints in the bullpen mainly a starter then you've got joseph gonzalez and then carson myers carson myers as i said son of myers left-handed pitcher came from you he did very well last year as a starter uh but that is going to be your three we've got a few few freshmen to talk about cam tilly is one that everybody seems to really harp on a right-handed pitcher freshman um he may be late bullpen guy he may be a midweek starter depending on how he goes again because he's a freshman you don't really know how he's going to react in these situations um as far as other freshmen of note, people that have talked about Colt Edwards. Colt Edwards is a guy that plays in the outfield 
freshman. They just say that he hits missiles off of his bat. Doesn't matter where it goes, whether it's an out or it's a hit during these scrimmages. It just seems to be hard. He has been consistently over 100 miles an hour uh, exit velo when he hits the ball. So that is some really good news uh, because that is just something that typically will find green grass when that happens may have a streak where it's going right at people, but uh, this tends to find green grass later on. Um, As far as some of the backup guys in the, in the middle infield, you're looking at uh, Kale Strickland as a catcher, uh, freshman. Um, As we said, Ike Irish, most likely going to be doing most of the catching role. You've got a guy named Carter Wright, who uh, is a return guy from last year, who will then be doing uh, taking on some of the catching role. And Kale Strickland, I think, will be sprinkled in in some of the midweek games, uh, maybe early on in this season, just to kind of get him acclimated to uh, college baseball. Um, we've already talked about Brady Moss, Caleb Freeman, could also be playing infield as well don't know much about him other than he looks the part so that is uh good news but i would uh i think he's going to be more in a backup role if he does take over you know that would be great Caden green i just feel like he's lost with all the transfers that have come in he's a guy that played a lot last year um and let me get pull up his numbers here because he was a guy that played a lot. He played in 51 games, started 48 of them last year. He hit 211, um, had two home runs. He had four doubles um, and 21 RBI. Played second base mostly last year. I think that's where he's he's going to be either second or sh- or third base. I don't know about shortstop. Um, but I just feel like he's going to be more of a reserve role um, this year. Uh, you've got a few guys out of the bullpen of note, uh, guys like Zach Crotchfelt, left-handed power arm. Uh, he's going to throw uh, just gas uh, from the left side. You've got John Armstrong, who is a uh, sidewinder submarine guy from the right side. And you've got... Uh, Will Cannon, who looks to be your closer. He did a lot of closing duties last year. So him and possibly uh, Tanner Bauman. Bauman. So Tanner Bauman uh, got some starts last year. He was also back-end rotation or back-end bullpen guy. So not 100% sure exactly where they're going to use him. But look, I trust Butch Thompson with this. So... Uh, I believe Auburn this weekend, I would assume a sweep with uh, Eastern Kentucky. You never really know with baseball, but um, that should get them started on the right foot. Uh, I really honestly think that they're going to go in the – I have it down here um in the non-con they play 25 games i think that they will go 19 and 6 in non-conference you play 30 games in conference and i I think that they'll go 16 and 14 that puts them at 35 and 20 overall uh puts them what somewhere around sixth or seventh 
in the conference uh that might be enough to host uh that would give auburn three years in a row and they'd never done two years in a row so they obviously have never done three in a row but this right here will give them uh possibly a host if not they're going to be a high number two seed in a regional uh i feel like they've got the pitching they've got the hitting this year to be able to um to go deep in the tournament i believe that they can go and they can make it to omaha i think they've got enough juice to be able to win some games in omaha and if you've looked at how butch has uh been with this team uh over the years since he started the first year they didn't make omaha or they didn't make they didn't make postseason second year they made it to uh the floor tallahassee regional they they lost in the regional final third year they won a regional they won and uh then they went i think they won the uh raleigh regional and then went to uh gainesville and got knocked out in the super regionals at gainesville then the next year they won the atlanta regional knocked off the number three overall seed and then uh i believe they went to uh, Chapel Hill to North Carolina and won that regional, made it to Omaha. Uh, 2020, there was no postseason. 2021, they did not make postseason. 2022, uh, they hosted, won that that regional, went out to Corvallis to, uh, to Oregon State and took that super regional and made it to Omaha where they did actually win a game in Omaha. So uh, 2024, uh, three they hosted, but they were 0 and two, uh, knocked out of their own regional, um, which that was very disappointing. This team, I believe, is a team that can make it back to Omaha. The I believe they can host a regional, make it to Omaha, and uh, and 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 win some ball games out there i don't know if this is a team that will win a national championship that they, they'll, they'll win the college world series but i definitely think that they're in the top eight and i think that they can make it there uh just let me know hit me up at drink local b ham this is a college sports cast uh, so hit us up in uh on twitter or instagram or facebook or anything like that and uh let us know what you think